Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. On today's show, we are wrapping up our Holiday Sanity series. I hope you've enjoyed this series. I have loved hearing from you and how you've been applying what we've been talking about each and every single week, starting back with Kimberly Walton from Cherished Wives, where we had a great conversation all about in-laws. After that, we also talked about how to plan and set your intentions for your Christmas season with our Holiday Sanity course that you can still grab for free inside of our Your Life Rocks app. And we even covered career planning for closing out the year strong and setting yourself up for a great 2019. And then of course, last week, it is the season of giving. So last week we tackled how you are giving back by praying for others in your community. Now, today, as we are closing off the series, we are getting pretty real. And of course, I always try to bring content to you that is real as a working mom. But today, we're talking about something that often, honestly, gets overlooked this time of year. You know, a lot of people right now are talking about Advent Bible studies or fun crafts to do with their kids or your favorite Christmas movie, the parties and all the fun activities that fill our schedule. But what about the moms that are just trying to keep up with it all? Maybe that's you. What about when you are really wanting to be all holly and jolly and full of the spirit but you feel just a little empty or rushed, or you feel like you're missing out on the magic of the season that everyone's talking about, and that you feel like you remember from years past, maybe back when you were a child, and you're just wondering, like, where is that in the mix of all of the stress and the chaos and the to-do lists and everything that you're trying to balance? And if I'm honest, for a lot of years, they were exactly the same. I had expectations for a season that I would find myself in the reality that just didn't meet up with that same expectation. Now, luckily in the last few years, I've been able to really acknowledge those feelings and and do some things about it and carefully draw boundaries for time for self-reflection and self-care. But that tension that we sometimes feel, that tension between the expectation and reality, that is what we call stress. And stress cuts us off from joy. It robs it right from our hands when we least expect it. And you can set the best of intentions of having joy, but it's one thing to set the the expectation for that. But when stress comes in, like forget about it. So how do you find that joy for the season? I mean, we're talking like there's one week left and how Christmas is here. And if you are anything like me, you want to find that before it's gone, right? You, It's a fleeting so fast that we want to make sure that we are capturing any bit of that. Now, if you find yourself listening to this and you're like, you know, I have the joy. I I don't really feel that stress. There are still times when we feel stress and the the things we're going to be talking about, you can apply whether it's a week before Christmas or any other time that you are just really feeling a little bit, you know, somber or not aligning your actions or your emotions or your mental patterns with where you want to be. So we're going to talk about all of that in this episode, and better yet, I'm going to give you the best tools I can to really help you out, some real practical steps that you can be taking right now, today, as you're listening to the show. Now, I will say that this episode is more of the kind of content that you would find inside of our membership, um, just for our members of Life Balance, but I wanted to share it with all of you because I think it could really help you this holiday season. 
And before we dive in, can I just say that if you are often finding yourself with the best of intentions and not getting where you want to go with finding balance and peace in your life, it might be time for you to join the movement of working moms that are redefining what balance looks like for them and join the Life Balance membership inside the Your Life Rocks app. Inside the membership, you're going to find courses that you can take at your very own pace to help you define what balance means for you and focus and align your daily life with it. Plus, you're going to get digital planning tools and access to resources to help you grow in all eight areas of your life, and you can access those in the app or online. Now, as a reminder, (laughs) you want to upgrade before the end of the year because when you do that, you're going to lock in your founder rate of just $9.99 a month. And you're going to get your first week for free. So you can test out that first course. It's a seven-day audio course with some assignments to really help you clear the chaos. That's exactly what the course is called, (laughs) Clear the Chaos. So make sure you go and you grab that. You can learn more about Life Balance Membership by going to lifebalancemembership.com or you can just upgrade right in your app. If you don't yet have the app, you should totally get it. You can get it in your app store. It's called Your Life Rocks. All right, so let's dive into these strategies. There's five of them for you that I think are really gonna help you out if you're finding yourself stressed out or overwhelmed this holiday season. All right, number one, first things first, you need to do a mental brain dump of all of the things that are stressing you out. If you're like me, I could probably write a full page of all of the things floating around in my head that need to get done, whether it's things at work or projects that are undone or things that I need to bring up at meetings or it's stuff around the house, or Christmas gifts, or last minute things I need to wrap, or hide, or clean before company comes over, or whatever it is, but our minds are always inventing things for us to do. And they're always swimming around in our head, reminding us of all of the things that we have yet to do, all of the things that are undone. And that can cause a lot of stress. And if you think about it in this way, those things floating around in your head are mucking the water. Like it's too much. It's it's like, making it so you can't think straight, making it so you can't see straight, and they can really play on your emotions. So you need to get it out of your head so that you can really process it in a different way and allow your he- yourself that headspace to be able to focus on other things. Now, you can do a brain dump list anywhere. You can do it on the back of your receipt. A post-it note does not matter. I always like to do mine in a notebook because, you know, I like to be somewhat organized, but honestly, when you are stressed out, like I have been known to write them on my hand if I need to get it out of my head and onto paper. If it's causing a distraction for you, you need to be doing a brain dump list. All right, so number one thing when you're doing a brain brain dump list is don't worry about formatting, don't worry about spelling, don't worry about any of that. Just get it all out onto paper. You know, when I first started doing brain dump lists, I was trying to like categorize it like things for home and things for work and that. Just don't even worry about that. Just dump it, dump it. Just like if you're dumping out your purse, you're not gonna you know, carefully take things out of your purse one at a time and organize it, right? You're gonna just dump it out, tip it upside down. Do the same thing with your list of things that you need to do. Just get it all out. Then you can be a little bit more organized if you want to. Highlight or circle or star or whatever you wanna do the three most important things on your list, not four not five, not 20, just three very most important things to you right now in this moment. Now, next, you're gonna highlight circle or whatever you wanna do on the two most timely. So let's talk about this most timely thing because sometimes things can be important and they need to get done, 
but they're not necessarily timely. And there are things that are not necessarily that important, but you kind of have to do it like now or it will become important. You know what I'm saying? Like someone's waiting on something from you or you have to get something done before you can do something else, but it needs to be done like now, in the next day, in the next 48 hours, this action has to happen. And again, it might not be a very important thing, but it can turn into an important thing if you don't take action on it. So you're going to highlight, again, those three most important things, things that are going to help you feel better to take that release off or things that you just absolutely need to get done and two things that are timely. So those are your five core things that you want to take action on. Again, Don't make it six. Don't say, well, I'm busier than most people, so I'm going to do eight. No, no, no. Five. Five. We're keeping this manageable. And if you find yourself always pushing the limits on these kind of things, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I'm always saying this, like just five, just three, whatever it is. But if you find yourself always pushing the envelope and wanting to challenge me on that, then we probably need to have a conversation. <laughs> and that's where I wish you were in the membership so we could have those, those conversations when we have our group coaching because this is the kind of stuff that's always going to be causing you to chase your tail. It's always gonna be causing you to add extra stress because you're taking on too much. It's not that you can't handle it because I know you can. I know I can. But we can only do so much at one particular time. And if we're trying to bite off more than we can chew, We're setting ourselves up for failure, and that's not fair. You cannot be doing that to yourself. It's not fair to you. All right, so three most important, two most timely. Now, next, I want you to really look at this list as if it was not your list, as if your friend was coming to you and saying, oh my gosh, I am so stressed out. Look at all the stuff I have to do. I want you to go through it with an eye of of care, like you're caring for yourself and saying, what can you eliminate from this list? Like, what doesn't really need to get done? Like, will someone really die if you don't get this done? Or can you delegate it to someone else? Or, you know, can you just worry about it later? Because sometimes there's things in our to-do list that they just don't really matter. But we tell ourselves that they do, or we just have it as a note that we've taken, right? We've notated something needs to be fixed, or something needs to be adjusted, or something needs to be dealt with. But that doesn't mean we need to deal with it. Or maybe it doesn't mean that we need to deal with it right now. So delete those things off of your list. Give yourself permission to just scribble it on out. Okay, then those five things, remember those three most important, two most timely, you're gonna see if you can get them done today. Now, if you're listening to this, like right before you go to bed, that's probably not gonna happen. So, you know, think responsibly, (laughs) plan responsibly. Maybe you need to look at tomorrow's agenda and say, okay, when am I gonna be able to get these five things done today so that I can actually move on with my life and do some other things and get get some stuff done and feel accomplished. You know, when we can feel like we have taken the burden off by easing the stress with the most important things or the most timely things, it gives us so much breathing space and actually helps your endorphins kind of go through the roof. And that's what you want. You want to be able to feel really good. And these things, when you get them done, I promise you, you're going to feel amazing. So look at your calendar and schedule them in. Then you can schedule everything else in on your calendar. But here's my little tip for when you're putting your to-dos on your calendar, which by the way, if your to-dos aren't on your calendar, when in the world are you planning on getting them done? You're not going to get them done. So make sure your to-dos are always on your calendar. But 
always schedule more time than you think it's going to take you to get it done. So oftentimes when I'm doing my list and I'm, I do this when I'm planning my day too and, and looking at the things that need to get done is I will write next to those items how long I think it's going to take me to do that particular task. So if it's going to take me 30 minutes or 20 minutes, awesome. I will write that down next to those things. But when you're putting it on your calendar, if you think it's going to take you 20 minutes to do something, plan on like 30 or maybe even 40, depending on how well you know yourself, because things always take longer than we think that they're going to take. And then if we are scheduling ourselves too tight, you're not going to get everything done. So give yourself some wiggle room, some grace. If you're not going to give yourself margin, just, you know, say it's going to take you a little longer than, than maybe you think it will. All right. So that is step one. That is a big thing and a lot that we covered in step one. If you want the full list of this, again, this is typically when I would make um, a printout for our members or and have it inside of our membership hub. But because I, I want you to have all of this stuff, you can find it on our show notes. Just go to yourliferocks.com, click up on podcasts, and you'll find this episode um, right there. So you can kind of get this full breakdown of all of these steps that we're talking about. All right, number two is to do an emotional dump list. So we talked about that brain dump list of all of the things that we need to do. But oftentimes when we find ourselves overwhelmed, it's not so much about the to-do list. It's about where we are emotionally. It could be hormonal. It could be that there's something else going on. And you know what? The holidays come packed with a lot of different emotions and baggage and memories and just some garbage sometimes, right? Even hopeful expectations that are unrealistic. So it's a good idea to go through those emotions. Now, what I recommend you do is you grab a fresh sheet of paper, and then you're gonna write nonstop about how you feel. Again, don't worry about formatting, don't worry about spelling or grammar, or even if you can read your writing, because honestly, it doesn't matter. It's just a matter of getting you to identify how you feel. Now, one of my really good friends, we actually started this practice mm, a few weeks ago where we are identifying our feelings and really practicing, like when we talk to each other, and just instead of saying things like, I'm stressed out or I'm tired or I'm overwhelmed, but really talking about the emotion behind that. Like sometimes instead of saying, I'm really overwhelmed, I'm angry. If I really think about how I truly feel, I'm angry about something, but really being able to identify those emotions and feelings and actually feeling them and not being afraid to feel them and not being afraid to identify them and really think about the root cause of where those emotions are coming from is really powerful. Now, you don't have to go all that deep on this exercise unless you really want to, but really for this exercise, you're just going to scribble it all out. Think about the things that are making you mad, making you sad, things that are just getting to you. They could be memories. They could be um, things that someone has said or done that are affecting you. Just journal it all out. Now, when you're doing this exercise, you might cry. And if you need to, do it. Don't worry about it. Don't judge yourself. Just cry. Now, for me, when I do this, sometimes especially if it's a hormonal thing, I will cry. But typically when I'm done, I need to move my body. Like I either need to go for a walk, I need to clean the house. So schedule some time for that. Like plan on saying, you know what, if I feel just a little bit like, like I have some pent up energy, plan on getting it out. Plan on crying if you need to. But let yourself feel those feelings, but get it out of your system. Don't shove them away and try to hide from your emotions because 
that will lead to more stress, more overwhelm, and more burnout. And it doesn't always make us the best people to be around. So it's good that we can bring it out, take it before the Lord, pray about whatever is going on, anything that's coming up for you, pray about it and bring it before him because he is how you will heal from this. This is how you will get through some of these emotions that are coming up are with his help and his power, not on our own. All right. Number three is to write out a new narrative. How do you want to be from now until Christmas? Now, of course, again, all of these strategies work outside of Christmas too, and this one especially. Anytime you find yourself being overwhelmed or not showing up how you really want to be, you can redefine that. You can paint a new path in your head. You know, sometimes we be that way that we don't want to be because we have like these mental patterns and that's just what we have had as examples for us that we're following or their habits that we have built, bad habits of the way that we show up when stress hits or overwhelm hits or sadness hits or anger hits. But that doesn't mean that that's how you have to be. You just have to start programming your mind in a new way to be. And that starts with visualizing it, really mapping out how do I want to show up? How do I want to treat people? How do I want to act with people? What kind of things do I want to say to people? What kind of things do I want to be known for? Not focusing on the negative, not focusing on what you don't want to do, because what you focus on, you'll get more of. So if you start thinking about all of the things that you don't want to do, all of the ways that you don't want to be, the things you don't want to say, now that you just brought that to top of mind, so now that's all it is that you're going to say. But rather focus on the things that you want to do, the things you want to see more of or be more of, and that is what you will get more of. Now, once you have that clearly defined, now we're moving on to step number four, which is proactively setting yourself up for success and doing those things. It's the first step of visualizing it. It's the next step of actually doing it. And oftentimes, especially if it's a habit-based behavior, we are working against predispositions, right? We are naturally patterned to fall into those old habits and be maybe in the way that we don't want to be. So if you have taken our weekly success planning course, then you know this already about being proactive, intentional planning. It's all about removing the obstacles and barriers to your success. And in this case, your success is your holiday season. I highly recommend that you take the free course and you get all of the steps on how to do this inside of the weekly success planning course. You could even repurpose the the weekly planning tool that's inside of the app to prepare you for your time before Christmas repurpose the tool. I mean, the tool is totally free. The course is totally free. The app is totally free. There's no reason why you don't have that in the palm of your hand and playing in your ears as you're thinking about Christmas, because not only will it help you to prepare and be intentional about this last week before Christmas, but it's also going to help you to prepare for the new year and for every single week of 2019. All right, so before we get into the very last tip, number five, let me review. So number one is doing that brain dump list, getting all of those actions, all of those to-dos, all of those things swimming around your head, mucking up the water, get it down on paper and deal with it. Take action on all of those things. Now, number two, and honestly, you can do the first step of the brain dump list and list out all the actions and then move on to number two. And then you can come back and do the planning of when you're going to do those things. You can do that after you do step number two, because sometimes, especially if overwhelm and stress are super high, we need to deal with those emotions. 
super fast. So feel free to kind of do step one of of step one, step 1.1, I guess, and then move on to two and then move back to dealing with the things on your brain dump list. So number one, brain dump list. Number two, emotional dump list. Number three, write a new narrative for yourself. Number four, prepare and plan to carry out that new narrative. And again, grab the weekly success planning course. It will help you do that and walk you through all of those steps. So that brings us to number five, our last tip on how you can really reclaim the holiday season for yourself in this last week before Christmas is to give yourself grace. Now, I know it's so much easier to say, and it's not always easy to do. We are all way, 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 way too hard on ourselves. And I'm included in that, you guys. I am so hard on myself on things that I feel like I'm failing at or not doing good enough at. But here's the thing. God has extended you grace. He's extended me grace for all of our sins, for everything, any horrible thought, any horrible action, any horrible anything. And he's covered that. You are forgiven for it all. And it's not tied to your performance. It's tied to his love. And here's the thing. Your holiday should not be tied to your performance either. It should all be tied to his love because it is the reason for the season. And I know it's so easy to say that. And it sounds so cliche to say that you need to focus on him and he's the reason for the season, but that's the truth. And I know we know that in our hearts, but sometimes all of this other stuff can get in the way. The enemy can put all of those things in our track. So we need to deal with it. So I hope that you put these steps into practice for yourself so that you can deal with it. So number five comes easier for you to give yourself some grace. I want you to be able to just soak in the light, soak in the sound, soak in the smells and every little thing that comes with Christmas because the beauty of life is found in the imperfections of what's going on around us. Think about what really, truly matters. I mean, is it really what you're doing for others or is it how you're treating them while you're doing all of the things that you're doing? Does it matter more how it looks or how it feels? You know, when we lay down our masks and we lay down the pretending and we allow God to really minister to our hurts and refresh our spirit and give us rest and wash us over with his peace, that is where you will find the true joy of this holiday season. So next week is Christmas and I'm praying for you and your family for a safe and memorable remainder of the season. And even though it's Christmas on Tuesday, that's when our new episodes come live. I will have a new episode for you to listen to when you get around to it. So until then, keep building a life and a holiday that rocks. Bye.